Alright, good evening. I was just mentioning 16th of Elul. You know what's in two weeks from tonight? Rosh Hashanah. It's all on the line. Rosh Hashanah. I just, I just we were talking this hurricane. You, you think about it, all of these hurricanes, wherever it would be, started last year. All of the kind of good things, Rosh Hashem, last year. So two weeks to prepare for Rosh Hashanah. Two weeks from tonight is the first night Yom Tif will start. So anything we can be doing is certainly smart. So ladies who came here tonight, I know some people have it's parent-teacher night in South Peninsula, or or middle school, whatever, open open night, whatever that is. But for those who are, who made it, uh, it's certainly it's, it's uh, super-duper important to be working on ourselves. And with two weeks to go, uh, like any, like any, uh, um, job, or you want a promotion, or you want to, you know, one of my kids, I I told him to do better than doing an ice pop. I don't know his family ice pop, so I think they're in an area of school she's working on. I said, You want your ice pops? I expect this. Now, what do I really expect from this child? I expect this child to improve. I don't, you know, what, what more could a parent want from a child if they're improving? I don't expect perfection. If they're working on themselves, that says a lot. That, that's a huge statement. So what we're doing is improving, uh, and that will say a lot to HaKadosh Baruch Hu Bez Hashem. So we're in the beginning of Parak Yud Aleph. The details of the traits of Nikias, cleanliness. Actually, I had Mrs. Reinderman. There's a few ladies who listen to this online. So she told me on, I think... On Monday, she's in my office. She's, so she'll be listening to this. She can hear herself quoted. Uh, that you should. That a good thing for Nikias is detox. To detox, get off all of the toxicity. But, but call what you like. The details of how to become spiritually clean, or detox, or have no negativity towards you, which pulls you down. Remember, we said that if you if you work on yourself. Let's say you have anger, which actually the author will get to at the end of this chapter. And you're working not to be angry, but if you still have anger on you, in you, and you're just working on yourself, there's going to be a day where you didn't have your coffee, you got stuck in traffic, somebody was not nice to you, you don't feel well, and you know what's going to happen? Boom! Why does that happen? Because you didn't, it was still part of you. It was still, it was still there. So, Prati Midas Hanakias Rabim Hemoi. The details of the trade of Nikias are exceedingly numerous. Vinam kechol apratim shivachah shasa mitzvah leisase. There's as many details as the 365 negative prohibitions. You ever learn all the halachas of Shabbos? There's a lot of details. Lots of details if you really want to, um, uh, you know, work on yourself. That the, the essence of the trait of Nikias is this naki It's to be purged of all of the, the branches of, of, of any sin or avera. Ulam afal Even though. In all of Eris, the Yitzhahara wants to pull a person down. The Yitzhahara wants to, wants to uh, 
to bring us down. Kfar Yesh Mehen says that Amchal, there are those uh, traits. Shateva Machmadon Yosser. Now, it's forbidden to eat blood. Anyone desire to eat blood here? What? No, well, some people like to taste the meat with blood. Goyim, they have meaty blood. Right? Uh, so they don't. Are you not allowed to eat blood? It's actually a Torah prohibition to eat blood. Oh, yeah. Okay. Depends on the, on the form of blood. Some, some blood is rabbinic, some blood is biblical, but certainly blood when it, the, the animal dying is, is, is minatera. But there's certain things which we'll get to in a moment where there's a tremendous drive and desire for. And the Yitzhahara makes all kinds of rationales, all kinds of excuses why you need these things. Why you have to have them, or why they're okay. A share al and therefore these things uh, need extra special chizik. If you want to make sure not to stumble in these areas, you need a lot of chizik. Uh, and, and, and therefore our sages tell us gezel. Alright, so we're going to talk about three things. Two are up front right now, and there's going to be a third one afterwards. Gezel, stealing, being crafty, cheating, desire for money, to cut corners, to not pay your bills, to, you know, to see how you can get out of paying taxes, to, or to actually pilfer from the company, from a person. People want Gezel because they want money. The arayas, an acts of craving uh, uh, illicit physical relationships. Um, these are things These are people where people have specific cravings for. Some people have very strong in one of these two. The third one, which we'll get, after, we'll get to afterwards, is food. Food and kashras and all things like that. So, says the Ramchal, is going to start with stealing. Oh, we think no one, not, you can't imagine anyone being an armed robber, right? Maybe someone wouldn't, wouldn't even mug somebody, or take go into a, a store like Molly Stones. People ever steal from Molly Stones? You don't think people ever steal from Molly Stones? Uh, what? You don't think people steal from Molly Stones? Oh yeah, all the time. All the time, right? All the time. All the time. People come in there, they take something, they put it in their basket, they try to sneak in their pockets. This it. All these stories that happens. People steal all the time. So no, no one, no, I don't think anyone this lady would have any of you ladies would have such a Yitzhahara to do any of that. But what, what would be the Yitzhahara for stealing? Ah, it gets a lot more subtle. A lot, a lot more gray lines. You go to someone's house and ask permission. You know, you, you got something from the store, or or you know, you know you, you. goyim. Not Torah people. There are Torah people who got you know you have to support your family. You gotta, you know, you gotta, you know, or you want something. There are people who do this. You're, you should be only right, Mrs. Mrs. Dolan. You should be 100 right. It should only be by goyim. It shouldn't be by goyim. But unfortunately, what the Ramchal is saying is even by Yidden, even by Jews, there's the eight Sahara to steal. And it's always to be Robin Hood. Everyone wants to be Robin Hood. This is, what's Robin Hood? I want to get stuck. Yeah, the government or the rich person. What does Molly Stones need so much food for? 
What does pars need? You know, what is well, you know, or like you know, I, I, I think I said this, this class once. I was once in, in a place. Somebody actually Shah showed us recently that someone's at a restaurant. They don't want to pay for their food. They don't like the food. I'm not paying. You're not paying. Who says you're not allowed to pay? You could decide arbitrarily. The plumber, I don't like the job he did. You know, I'm not paying. Jewish plumber, who says you're allowed to do that? Maybe if if you go to if you owe him money, you have to go to Basin. You can't just not pay the person. Listen, if you feel like you were cheated, go to Basin. You know, I just arbitrarily decide I'm not paying you. Could you imagine Jews doing that, Mrs. Stolen? I'm sure you know only get get it in, right? It's good. Um, but of years of Torah. Are you so you you, I, you 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 should be right. You should be right. But there's the eight Sahara for these areas. And money, you know, people need money to live. People, you know, have to pay bills, and they and they they will rationalize uh, forms of theft. Let's see what let's see what he has to say. Most people aren't going to be outright thieves. They're not going to go ahead and go to a bank and take money. They're not going to take other people's property and put it into their pocketbook or bag. They're not going to do like that. Even so, Rubam, most, they have a little taste of Geneva. In the course of their business dealings, they'll profit from other people's losses. I make you a profit. You know, business is business. Somebody asked me, they're in a, in a, in a form of business. Now, it's not exactly stealing, but it just shows you what it is. A lot of Jews in this business. And it's competitive. It's a competitive business. Could they badmouth the other business? No, well, they legitimately feel that the other business is not as good. Right? My product is better. My product is better. Not Lashon Hara. It absolutely is Lashon Hara. Right? But, but do you know that that happens? Right? You have, you, you're, you're, you're in a place where lots of people have a certain service. Right? Well, let's go this way. Let's go to high tech. We're in Silicon Valley. So you don't think if you have Google and Yahoo and uh, uh, Bing, whatever, oh my, search engine is better. Is it? Uh, could Google say that they're better than Yahoo? What do you think? I still think it's Russian. You're very from Mrs. Fagan. It was good. Uh, I knew this about you. So yeah, yeah. You, technically, probably you're right. It's better, well, if it's true, if somebody's asking you, you should sell your own thing. But you know how it is. It's a business world. They got it's marketing. So, of course my product is better. So how about negative marketing? Can you do so negative marketing? It's nothing to do with solution product. It's marketing. Ooh, regular marketing this, this, of my company. Ma- yeah, so could you do negative marketing? No, not negative. So you could my say product. you're the best. That's if for sure. I believe in your product. I agree. So you could say I'm the best. You're the best. Yes. Uh, you can, but, yes, I, I, right, let's I say, let's say, let's say, let, okay, let's let's pick on Rabbi Levine for a change. Okay, somebody calls me up; they want to move to the Bay Area. So, could I say, um, could I say that uh, San Francisco, Oakland, Palo Alto, Sunnyvale are terrible? Only come to San Jose. What do you think? 
No. Uh, could I say that San Jose is the best? Yeah, I could say that. It's true, but I, can I say I can say that, right? No, 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 but can, can I say, oh, don't go to Santa Cruz. You know, there, there, there's, there, there's. Well, I, I could say it's Latoas that there's not, a, there's not a daily minion there. That's true. Someone wants a daily minion, I could tell them that. But I can't, you can't sit there and start knocking all these kind of places. Is it, would you agree with that? Yes. So why, wait, 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 why could I do that in business? But that's not, so no, no, so this is very important. You can market yourself. You cannot, in halakha, do negative advertising about other people's things. Nothing negative. Especially marketing your, your product. Jews can lose money. Right, so, so, so this person was asking me, you can sell your product, and you should sell your product. I agree, that's for sure true. You should say you have the best product. You should, you should, if you're a business, you should make sure your product is the best. But you cannot badmouth others. You cannot... Right, so but, so, but you know what happens? But that is routine in business. Routine. Oh, come to me. I'll give you the best service. I'll give you the best, you know. My, my moving company is the best. There are others or all thieves. <laughs> the others will break all your, your couches. Right, come to me. Oh, I'm, I have a bid between you, between Schmerl and Beryl. And you, Schmerl, are, my, are up there, my top two. Well, Beryl, do you know that Beryl broke things for people? Look at his Yelp reviews, look at his Yahoo reviews. Beryl, he's going to tell you it's 2,000 and it's really 22,000. He's just skipping the 20. So that's the kind of thing people do. You know? well, the, on that case, wouldn't it be not Lashkar because you're saving the other person from... Ooh, so, so I don't get to all laws lost in Harab. If, you're, if it's true, if it's true, and your complete intent and total intent is just to save the other person from loss, and that's... When you're in business, eh, I don't believe that you're... Fine very fine line. So, so again, we're just pointing out, you know, in business, people rationalize. Um, and they'll damage... You know, somebody told me that their company has a Yelp account, actually, and that their competitors actually post bad reviews. Bad reviews. So, you think it's only bad reviews. What happens if, let's imagine, the following thing, company A is Moshi's, company B's is Yassi's. Moshi's uh, posts on Yassi's Yelp page, Yassi's has terrible service. Okay. That's definitely Lushen Hara. Yeah. But it's worse than Lushen Hara. What happens? Yassi's loses business. Yeah. So you stole from Yassi's. And that, maybe when you go to Moishi's, or go to Garcia's. They'll <laughs> go to Noji's after that. You know, or to Chuck's. You know? So you didn't just, what's just lost in heart? You stole from the person. You damaged the person. You stole! Hey, that's, that's, that's already stealing. You're, you're worried about your own thing. Vulam Lavin Harbin everywhere guys, lots of Lavin. Losashuk. You can't uh, steal cheat your fellow. You know what that means? Uh, you, you have to pay your workers right away. You gotta pay your workers. If you listen to this, you're the boss. You have a Jewish worker. Now if it's contractual, when you make a deal with a worker, I'll pay you every month and then it's your contract. But really the luck is somebody does a job in your house, Jew, you pay them that day. If, if they tell you from the beginning you have a week to pay. Ten days to pay. So you that that was your. But with that, the default is that day. What happens? If you don't pay that day. You stole from the person. You stole from the person. 
Some, you know, actually many told me recently, many told me recently he had a deal, he did a bar mitzvah for somebody, the person didn't pay him right away. Or, or, or wedding, I have no idea what it was, to be honest. Uh, what, what happened to the pay, right? Well, he has to pay his workers, he has to pay his bills. So, so when you don't pay the person, when they, we ask the question, if you, somebody, you're a caterer, can you do the, the fair the next week? The bar mitzvah's today. If he doesn't come that day, you have no bar mitzvah, you have no wedding, you have no bris, you have no kiddush. It's not only many, I just lots to all these caterers. They don't get paid right away. <laughs> no, if you contract, there's not, I, I don't, the, the, no, it's usually not the contract, it's usually pay on delivery. Well, not necessarily. Some of the contracts where you have to pay a certain percentage before, and then the rest of it is... But, but at, at the end of the day, it's that day. When you're done, it's done. It pay, yeah, it, on the contract, you pay 50% with many. I know I've seen this contract that these are the dinner every year. I know his contract is. You have to pay afterwards. Well, let's say, say, many, I'll pay him in a month from now after he does the event. I didn't agree with that. I'm stealing from him. You're stealing. Why are you stealing the person? Because it's his money. He did the job. It's his money. I would never steal. Ah, you owe him $8,000. You're stealing. You just stole $8,000. Every day that he doesn't have the money, you're stealing. Lo sashayk. Now, if, he, if you ask him, I can't pay right now, it makes a deal with you, so he use my call. But you know, I not just do that arbitrarily. Like Sasha, you have a worker, some guy comes to your house, he's slave laborers in your house, you don't pay him? Like Sasha. <coughs> Can you imagine Jews doing that? Chas for Shalom, but just in case, you should know, right? Yeah, Kevin. Kevin what? actually, uh, he had to pay this guy who did some things, and so it's not Lashon Hara if, if you just are not telling the other person about the other person. You know what I mean? Right. Well, it, it, would, it would depend. It really, it really depends on, again, this is, I'm just talking general things. Circumstantial, you know, every case is, a, it's like ask going, it's like prescription medicine. you got to ask as it is. But you need to know these are serious things. All, next thing he brings down, Lisanu ish esamiso. Can't agree with your friend. What does that mean? Can't overcharge. Can't overcharge. You cannot overcharge. Um, it means there's halachas, you can't charge over a sixth. I remember, I once said this story when I was a teenager, I was maybe 18 years old. One time, I, you know, I had a couple of friends who were, who were Chabad. So I went, I went with them to the flea market just to see how they put it on tefillin on people. So, so I went with them. The one time I did in my life, I was 18 or maybe 18, I don't think it was even 19 then. So I went with, yeah, I was 18. I was 18, actually. I don't think about it. I was 18. So I went. We went to this flea market. Lots of Israelis, lots of Jews there. So one of these guys tell, tell me, you know, it was actually hysterical. These guys trying to get people to put on tefillin. You know, Miami, is a, in general, the Jews are much more traditional uh, than in California. You have, you have a different clientele than here. But yeah, so the Israelis, you know, you can always get Israelis. They're much more, especially Masartim, Sephardim, you can get them... So one guy's telling me if I put on tefillin, will I get my girlfriend? Like, like you know, like, these are the questions that are being asked. Um, but I remember one of these guys said, he says he charges 50% tax. It was a lower income neighborhood. So they don't even look at they're paying for tax. I charge 50% tax. So he jacks the tax up in the flea market at 50%. Sick, right? I don't even know who he's stealing from. Every person that goes there is charging 50%. He said to me, these people are such idiots, they, never, they don't even figure this out. Yeah? So, that's stealing. 
Ona, you overcharge significantly. Now, overcharging, some things are subjective. There's laws of Ona, but if you charge something which is $10 market value in all the stores, and you charge $100 for it, there's a guy, he, 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 what's his name, he was charged for this medicine. It's like $6, and he raised it to $1,000 and a monopoly on it, whatever, a few, a couple years ago, right? <laughs> That's highway robbery. You're stealing from people. Um, so there's, there's or not, you can't, uh, you know, afflict your pay by overcharging people. Sometimes you can't go into people's territory, um, which means the person has a store, and you can't open a store next to him. What would happen if Paris kosher market? Now it happens to be, you know, um, you know, I, they they've asked about co-ops coming to San Jose, and I say no way. I say no co-ops, co-ops, co-ops. So I say no way. So they, 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 this means they get these deliveries from like LA, and, and people order, or they get it from Kansas City. These like kosher co-op. No, we have a local store here. The co-op comes and goes. Pars services the community. I would never let something like that come here. You know, you service the community. What happens if next week a person opens a store, a kosher store, exactly the same as Pars down the block? Yeah, a lot of people use. It's supposed to be a certain amount of. Uh, Losasa right? You know, you can't just open up a store. It's free market capitalism. Capitalism. You're not going to go and person invests in a business. What happens if that store? The person comes in, Rami just put a lot of money into the store, right? Put a little kitchen there. What is the guy's last name? Is Zuckerberg. Mark. I think it's Mark. Could Mark open a store? He can open a store for a block. He'll, he'll close pars in a second if he wants to. Right? He can not only could he open a store a block long, he can charge low, lower prices if he chooses to. You don't think if he wanted to shut down the store, he could shut down the store? Right? Are you allowed to do such things? There's halachas about this. You can't just open... Open person works up to have a business and just shut their business down by opening down the block from them, or in the same in the same area. There are times to allow. There's halachas. You can't just, but you can't just do that. Are you stealing? No, I'm a capitalist. Survival of the fistest. Then what happens in New York? There's, there's restaurants, like five million restaurants all in one. Block. So what? So so what? It depends on clientele. Depends on a lot of things. Actually, halachas. Of what the market could could could, could sustain, sustain etc., makes a very big difference. And my only point is, is you could say I'm just doing business, and you could really be stealing from another person. Right? There are times for sure permitted, as you pointed out. You don't have to go that far in New York. Go to LA. I mean, you go to Pico. There's restaurants yeah, all over the place. I mean, even bakeries. Yeah. There's a ton of bakeries there. Right? You know how many bakeries do they need? But they have. Uh, there's a several several breakaways in Pico, several breakaways in Fairfax, in the, in the Valley. You know, again, it, but there are halachas. It's not it's not a free for all over here. You can't just say America. This is the rule of the land. No, there's halachas of uh, in, in Torah. These are all subcategories of of theft. Which is Comes in many things that are done in the course of standard business dealings. Uvekulam isuram rabim. In all of these categories are many forbidden things. Kichol hamaisa hanikar umaforsim beoshek. Kilo kol hamaisa nikar. Excuse me. Umaforsim beoshek of a gezel. So it's not just mugging, 
stealing, Ponzi schemes, that's Asr. But anything that could uh, lead to or cause damage, loss to other people, is Asr. Now again, you have to know Bal Mishpat. There are lochas, but again, you don't pay a worker, and they can't pay the bill, and they can't pay the people they owe. You know, what could you cause? Look what you did. Even if you have a babysitter, you pay them right away. You know, ah, she's 16 years old. So what? 16 years old, she's obligated to pay her right away. Somebody, you know, somebody does something, you pay them right away. You know, if a person opens a business, you can just open a business next door to them. You're, 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 you, are, you have a high-tech company, you think you're better, you can't bad mouth. You're a caterer, you want to say the other caterer, oh, the other caterer, do you know what he does? He has food poisoning, she has food poisoning. So it's not you just bat the Lashon Hara, you actually cause them a loss. You put in somebody's Yelp terrible service, you stole from them. Uh, you overcharge people, you stole from them. These are all forms, and you, it's capitalism. You live in America, it's the world of business. No, 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 no. That's not our world. So Mrs. Stolen was correct. You know why you're correct? Because this is how thousands of years of Torah you should live in Torah law. But the says it's a Yitzhahara in this area because people need to make a living. People want to support themselves. And they're in business. And the world of business is, is, is a doggy dog world. Um, and the, the Gemara says on that pasuk in Yecheskel, you should not defile your fellow's wife. Listen to this. The Gemara says, Shilo yarod umnas the Gemara says, just says, that means not to take over your friend's trade. Don't encroach uh, on uh, your friend's trade. Right? There's halachas. It's almost like you're stealing from him. You're, 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 you're hurting from him. Rabbi Huda would caution a, a, a storekeeper. The Tinochas, the Hargilan, Shevo Etzlo. He said, Behuda was concerned that even, even marketing, this, this, which is unfair, unfair manipulation. So in the old days, you had a store, if you give kids candies and presents for coming, they, the other store, Loza, actually went in the country, went to this restaurant. It's unbelievable. You go to the, you go to the Catskills, they have businesses that are open for two months in the summer that, that the people live off the whole year. It's unbelievable. You talk about restaurants. They have restaurants that are open two months in the summer for these thousands of Jews there. So, um, and actually, there's about a couple that opened new this year. It's like one night we passed by one. It's like empty. It's like the first week it was open. We, we went to the, we, we, because of the era, we went to the country. We usually go in August. We went this year, the last week in June, which is the first week people started coming up there. And my, my wife and I are like, oh my goodness, you feel so bad. You can see the owners sitting outside and look, you know, we started a new business. And they, if, imagine the pressure. This restaurant's going to be open for two months. They, have, they invested lots of money for restaurants within two months in the summer. If they don't make their money, they lose a lot of money, right? So, and I, we had, I had come from this other restaurant, which had been there for several years. It's like a fame, like... It has like a famous place, and I, had to, I took my two daughters, Simon and Dina, they were going to sleep at camp the next day. So I took them out to dinner because they were going to sleep at camp the next day. 
so, and the place was packed. And the line was out the door. One of the things they do is they gave these kids, you know, fidget spinners. Anyone ever came there, they gave them Rubik's Cubes. Every kid got a prize. You go there. It's part of their shtick. You know, actually, it's not, you know, you know, so actually the next day I took Chedva, my other daughter, to this other restaurant. I told my wife to buy from there. Baruch Hashem, by the time we left, actually they had people in there every day. But like, it's scary. You open these businesses, you see it. Well, imagine the following thing. If kids all want to go to one place, you know how parents go? If so, Rehuda said, if you start giving your kids candies and gums and chocolates, it's unfair. It's not fair to those stories. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna hurt. It's an unfair business practice to do that. Um, you know why? Because it's not unfair. He could do the, the other businesses could do the same thing. It means that's fair business. It means we felt it was unfair. We possibly the chacham. You can go ahead and do that. And the reason why we pass that way is because it's fair. But even you see from here that you can't do unfair businesses. In that itself, you could be considered stealing. From your friend, you know the Chavetz Chaim had a store, which his wife ran, and uh, you know the Chavetz Chaim. Imagine being the wife of the Chavetz Chaim. She supported the Chavetz Chaim. And the Chavetz Chaim was the greatest, the greatest tzaddik of the twentieth century. You know, the greatest tzaddik of the twentieth century, or if not, not, not the greatest, one of the greatest. Uh, it, who wouldn't want to shop in his store? So his, he to tell his wife, only open it very little bit because you don't want to hurt the other businesses. He felt it was not fair to them. He wasn't talking about himself. He, the people always were shopping in his store. You know, and why were they going to his store? Because they wanted to support the Chavetz Chaim. So he tells her, no, no, don't open so much because you're going to hurt other people's businesses. Right? He was concerned for other people. He wasn't out there to hurt other people. He was he making a parnasa. Yeah, that's correct. Okay, so what do you do with, without going into too much detail, what do you do with people who decide that they want to go to Costco's over other stores that are... So if it's, if there's, if there's a price difference, the Chavetz Chaim says it's... it's, it's price involved. Well, Chavetz Chaim says if there's, a, if there's even a minor price difference, you should still stop by a Joe. If there's a major price difference... Major being a few percent, uh, then you're not obligated to shop by the Jew. So it depends. There is a price difference. If, uh, if that that could be a factor. Even if they're putting somebody out of business. If the person has to adjust their prices, that's just what it is. You, you can't you can't say I'm a Jewish store and charge outrageous oh, prices. Yeah, no. Costco's gets it out by time. Yeah. So again, it's that the halacha is is technically now. Do I think it's wise? I have my own opinions. You know, as I said, I will not let the co-op pair come, come, these things come to San Jose as far as I'm concerned. I, I, uh, I, and, I and I said this, you know, when PARS opened, this is, I imagine you're talking about out of San Jose, but, but when PARS opened, I said, every time you shop there, you get a mitzvah. It's not just, and not only you get a mitzvah, you're supporting yourself. There's a restaurant there today because of the store. And, and, you know, in the future, Rami wants to open a milk restaurant there. Well, that will only happen if people support it, right? You know, if the little restaurant goes well, then he can open and get a, when one of the stores open next door, he'll just expand it. If you don't get, so if you ask me even to build a community, you need stuff like that. 
Uh, but in halacha, it, it really depends. You know, as a general rule, you get a mitzvah for buying. You for sure get no mitzvah for buying from Costco. <laughs> you know, there's no mitzvah for buying from a Jew. Um, I, let's imagine you're Lucky's in, in Los Altos. If Lucky's, I think what my, my understanding was when Lucky's in Los Altos opened, it was about a year before I came here, about 11 years ago it opened. And there were people who petitioned them to do that. They actually petitioned Lucky's in Los Altos to open a kosher section. It took a lot of time and energy. So you can contend that's a business, the Jewish community needs that. You know? So if tomorrow a Jewish store opens there, you know, you have to yesh lodan, you know, what, ha- what would happen. Um, but if there's existing Jewish stores or, you know, stuff like that, these are, you know, again, these are halakhic shaylas. I'm, I'm just, we're just talking about, clo- you know, gen- general principles. Um, so, the Amru Chazal, kasha gezel hadya me gezel listen to this. It's as theft from a common man uh, is even worse than stealing Megavoah, which means from the base of Megdash. Do you imagine somebody going to the base of Megdash and stealing from the base of Megdash? Do you imagine someone going to the base of Megdash and taking gold or silver from the, from the, from the place of Shekhinah? And yet, the Gemara says in Baal Basra, Daf that stealing from a simple Yid, from, from David, a Baruch, a Chaya, is worse than stealing from the base of Megdash. Why? Shezeh Hikdim because the chait of gezel is mentioned before mi'ila, which is treachery, which is stealing from the base hamigdash. Um, and it gives, it gives, another, it gives other examples of how people could possibly steal. Um, you want to see if you're a worker? Now, you're a worker, you're hired by a company, you're being paid for the job. I, you're being paid for the job. No, no, we all know certain companies have standards. But I can assure you, if you're being hired by a company, they're not paying you to check Google News. I, I, I can assure you now that there's a certain amount of flexibility they'll have with you. Because say there's a hurricane. I want to see what's going on the hurricane. There's news in Israel. There's an election. There's an election. 2016, there's an election. I want to read all the election. Eh, they're not hiring you to read the news. Who's that? You're taking a salary? You're not stealing from the company? Again, there's a certain, all companies have a certain amount of company culture they allow today. But you know what Chazal say? Chazal say that, that workers who are day workers who are out in the fields working, they didn't have to make hamotzi. You know why? Because you go wash. Hamotzi is derabanan. To go wash and this takes two times time. Hamotzi. And with birchas achronas and the later brachas of birchas amazon. You see the first three brachas of birchas amazon, that's it. But filo be kriyashma, and even be kriyashma, they would all lo chayavan levatam lachtan. In the middle of the day, if they used to work, they'd wake up early in the morning. Why they wake up early? Sunny. They were out there, they were on the field all day long. They wake up early in the morning, and they would beat the sun, and they would be pater from shma, only from the bracharish, parsharishana. That's to say Shema. That's for benching. You think that they, they're giving you permission to have for coffee breaks every six minutes? To, to go ahead and surf the web? Take your, 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 your Q phone and answer all your texts and, you know, Moss's app? You know, all that stuff? All day long? You know how much waste of time people have on people else's a cheshbon? 
I, I, listen, if I, if I were paying a plumber by the hour in my house, you bet I wouldn't let him do that stuff. You bet I wouldn't. Well, if he would be sitting there look, answering his emails, I, I, I would be on his case. I got companies have certain amount of, of flexibility, but certain all companies have red lines. Now, sometimes you get paid by the job. You get paid by the job. You finish your job. That's what it is. If you're paid by the hour, or you're paid by the, the month, and there's an expectation of a certain amount of billable hours or work hours, you're stealing from the company. Ben Ben Osho and if you and if you don't, if you go to the company, you sit there and you space out, and you don't do the job, you're stealing. Why not stealing? You're getting paid a salary. What are you getting paid a salary for? You're getting paid a salary to do the job. You're getting paid a salary to do a job. You cut corners. You don't do the job. You know, let's imagine you have a cleaning service and they. They they clean it, but they're deceptive. They don't do certain parts. Stealing, you know, like, it's stealing. You go, you know, you go, you go, you 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 go, you work for somebody, and you don't, and you, and you waste your time. You don't do the job. Stealing. When he was working for an employer, Abichilkia. Was in a mora, so the Gemara says in, in Tainus he didn't even even say shalom back to them. Shalavatam al-Tazer, he was occupied. He's occupied. His time is not his. He's being paid for it. You know, if, in, in, in law, <laughs> you think, you know, I, I, in the big law companies, in the law firms. If you work, let's say, for a top fifty law firm, the billable hours of partners fluctuate from a thousand. To twenty five hundred an hour, thousand to twenty five hundred an hour. It can be more for the big partners. An associate makes several hundred dollars. You know, five hundred to a thousand dollars an hour. They're billing big companies, by the way. Do you know how they bill in law firms? Every six minutes. No, every three minutes. Oh. You gotta go to the big law firms. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the small law firms every six. Okay. You know. Uh, you know, if you're being paid $2,500 an hour or $1,000 I, I summered for one summer when I was between all, you know before I became a rov I was they were billing me I think I was a summer associate I didn't even have a bar degree I think it might, they were billing me at 250 an hour for a summer a kid who didn't even finish didn't even finish law school or have a bar I was unbarred um so if you're billing if you're billing a thousand dollars an hour, let's say six hundred dollars an hour, how much is a minute? Ten dollars a minute, right? If you if you if you're right. So if you're being charged two thousand dollars an hour, every minute counts. So if you were you were you were to bill and take three minutes, you stop the clock, take a break, fine, that's your decision. Law firms expect you to bill a certain amount of hours, they're gonna come after you if you don't do that. But imagine now you're billing that the clock is on Three minutes or six minutes. And during that three or six minutes, your wife calls you. Hi, honey. Yeah. Yeah, oh. Bobby did that? Let me speak to Bobby. The clock's ticking. What are you stealing? You're a ganov. Stealing. Now, let's say in the company. You go for breaks. Yeah, you're this. 
Now, some companies are job-based. So you do your job, you do your job. You know, you, they, if you complete your job. But many companies are not. You're stealing. And some companies, if you do your job, they want to know how much you could... Win out. You know, sometimes I see these postal people, like they're sitting in their cars, you know, they hang out there. They finish their route. They don't want to go back. You know, they, they hang out. Not my lady. She's very nice lady. She wouldn't do that. But, you know, I see these people, like, what's stealing? Is, so, it, is it stealing for me to call my husband during work time and just see how he's doing for a few minutes? As again, I, I, I imagine your husband's work is not that makbid, right? He's not building by every three minutes or six minutes. <laughs> no. Right? So that's fine. But I imagine if your husband would come into work and go on his computer and just listen to Torah shares all day long, they'd care about that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they, they'd be concerned about that. That would be stealing. So there's a certain amount of flexibility in today's co- companies. Happens if people are not flexible. If someone comes to any of our houses and they, they're, they're, they, they, they get paid by the hour, you bet you're going to watch them, right? They're being paid, if they, if you, let's say you have a painter being paid $150 an hour, $200 an hour. Would you want to be answering, talking to the wife on your, on your dime? No. Not at all. Right? So it's 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 silly. You know, if you're a mashkicha, if besides the fact if you don't do your job, right, we don't pick on you, but right, the kashras, let's say you decide not to do your job. So you're stealing. Right? You know who pays the mashkich mashkicha in the in, very often here? The Balabas pays it. Not from Molly Stones. I'm talking about uh, well Molly Stones also, you they're paying you. But for but but for if you do a, a, an affair here, very often it's tacked onto the bill. That's how it goes. So you're stealing from. They're paying you to do a job. They're paying you to to watch out. You're sitting there looking around, checking your phone, you know, schmoozing, and you're not, you're not doing your job. You're stealing. The Yaakov Avinu al Rasham Pipiv, the Omer Yaakov of Blessed Memory said. Listen, he said. Hayisi, when he's worked for Lavan. Hayisi, Biomachalni, Choyrev, right? The Kerak Palava, Tita Shnasam Enaim. During the day, Achalani Choyrev, it was scorching heat and I didn't stop working. And at night it was Zayer Kalt. What's a Zayer Kalt? It's still on. Get a practice. It was freezing cold. Right? At night, a day was burning hot, and the night is freezing cold, and I did not let my, I didn't fall asleep on the job. I did my job. I was I was a shepherd. I watched the sheep. What will be the answer of those people who, in the middle of the work day, are doing things which their bosses would never agree to, would never consent to? Uh, or people do their own business. They're getting paid by the company and they're running their own private internet internet business. Right? They're running their own business on company times. Klalo Shodavar. The the general principle of the matter is Hasakar Eitzel Chaverle Eitzel Malacha Shetehia Hine Kol Shaisa Mechuras Henleyomo. If you are hired by your friend, you're employed uh, for the, the day by your friend, uh, then all of your hours belong to him. Now again, if if the company culture is a certain way. If they're standing in a certain way, fine. But if you're getting paid by the hour, right, or you're getting paid to, for a month and there's expectation a certain amount of hours worked, you don't do that. That's, 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 that is a problem. 
And if you rent yourself for the day, you're selling yourself for the day. And anything which is unapproved benefit, which you do, it's you're stealing. What's the difference if you steal from a company by taking their possessions, or you don't do your job? You're, they're paying you on certain conditions. Um, and if the, comp- if the all- company or the owner or the employer is not Michael, if that's not what he wants, in a Michael. Then you stole from the person. This is serious stuff. Because Averis that are uh, even Yom Kippur is not Machaper until that's how serious it is. Even Yom Kippur is not Machaper. So Mrs. Stolen said very beautifully, how could a Jew do this? Well, I can tell you, it's very easy to imagine people doing this because there's a Yitzhar. People don't realize if you're getting paid, you know, they think it's okay, I'm human, blah, blah, blah. She's doing it, he's doing it. You know, but let's not, if you're in Kolal and you're expected to do this, you know, if you're expected to... to to perform also. Again, every place has a culture. Lord, Allah Shafil Mu'asim Mitzvah is my Oh, now you're doing a Tahara. You did a Tahara. Tahara is a Chashar I've spoken many times about how poor Tahara is. It's very nice to do Tahara now if the company is paying you at that time. Now, if the company gives you free time, fine. It's a great Mitzvah too. But you can't say, that's Robin Hood. Remember Robin Hood? Just like you can't steal to give tzedakah, you can't steal from a company to do a tahara. You can't steal from a company to give tzedakah. It doesn't go that way. You're doing a mitzvah. Lo letztach tachashavlov. That's not tzedakah. El avero. It's an avero, yibiyadzai. You know, you're getting paid to do the job. You're, you know, now you're, you're that lawyer again. The, the clock's ticking. All of a sudden, your rabbi calls. Yeah, yeah, it's the call. So you know what you have to do? Gotta close the cooker. Sometimes, you, listen, you could be at work, you could be hired by the hour. Call the clicker. You tell the person, listen, I have to take this phone call. Uh, you know, uh, I'm not charging you for those 10 minutes. That's okay. You can't charge for those 10 minutes. You know, you, 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 somebody comes to, you know, I need your, your, your hand uh, to come shopping with me for my daughter's wedding. Beautiful. Do it on your time. Not on your boss's time. Who says you're allowed to do it? Well, at night I can relax. It's not convenient for me at night. Now again, many companies have, have flex policies. They let you take a certain amount of hours off. And if, you choose, if that works in the company's culture, that's totally fine. That's a good company to work for. But many do not. <laughs> and even those who are flex, it's elasticity. It's not, all, it's not everything goes. It's not everything goes. And even if you think you're doing a mitzvah, doing that, that company hour, it's not a mitzvah. It's a very biado. She'en avera mitzvah. Right? It says, Hashem loves justice, but hates a sacrifice. You steal the korban and offer it. Hakash Baruch hates this. Right? You steal korban and offer it. Hashem Hakash Baruch hates this. Um, if a good person steals, steals a saw of wheat and then grinds it and, uh, and bakes it so he stole the wheat and bakes it 
ומברך, אין זה מברך, זה מגיע ברוכה, אמן הברוכה, זה מברך אלמנייץ. It's disgusting to do that. You take someone's possession, it's disgusting. דכסיבו, בבצעי הברך ניץ השם. פסוק says to tell him that a robber who steals and makes a blessing on what he steals is despised by Hashem. ויהו קויוטי בזה, it says, נאצה סנגירו קדגורו, the defender, what the mitzvah would have been for you, is really your prosecutor, your accuser. Right? A person who steals a lulav, or a person who takes schach. Remember a few years ago, a person went, took, took, uh, uh, found willow on the, on, the, on the canals. I said to him, how do you know you're going to take that? I haven't seen it. It was probably fine when the person took it. But you can go to the neighbor's house, take this, you shake your lulav, get schach somewhere, it's on city property. <laughs> Now, some things that I can tell you, can tell you because the area of the city does not care, not yet about, and some things they do care a lot about. Uh, who says you can take it? You shake your lulav. I where's that? Where's the, where's the aravas from? You have a schach in your sukkah. Shechianu v'kiimanu v'gian lazmanazah. Where is the schach from? If you stole it, the Gemara says that it's not. You got no mitzvah. It's a mitzvah b'avera. So just like you can't steal from a lulav, you can't steal from people's time. You, even if, so you can't say, I want to do a mitzvah in the middle of the day. I'm going to go do a tahara. I'm going to do, I'm going to go ahead and shop for my friend's wedding. I'm going to go ahead and be, do bikr chol. All great things. And if your company is flexible, you're very lucky. You're working in a good company. But if they're not, you can't do that. All of this is, the Michal stresses, is because geneva, as I mentioned in the beginning, no one's going to go ahead and steal from a bank who's in Yerlechachu. Nobody's going into a store and putting things in their pocketbook. But all of these things, people have a Yetzirah for. People have a Yetzirah because they can rationalize. It's not really stealing. It's okay. I'm doing a mitzvah. And all of these things, the Ramchal says, are gezel gamor, are really stealing. And therefore, a person has to be super careful about them. Next week, we'll pick up the gezel. Then we'll go to forbidden relationships. Then we'll get to food and cautious. All these things, like stealing, don't think, oh, I never touch somebody who's not my spouse. There's different types of forbidden relationships. Oh, I never eat on kosher. You know, there's different types of eating on kosher. Okay, we'll hold here. Have a great night. Two weeks is Rosh Hashanah. Exciting.